So earlier today, I watched a Showtime movie, um, Room. Um, I'm not certain who the actors and actresses were. They weren't people that I just remember. But it was the moral around the story. This I didn't see the very beginning, but this mother and her, she was abducted. And she had this little boy. And they stayed in this shed, someone's shed, for like four years. And it was the womb. And so they became conditioned to that room, that one area. And possibly it was easy to get out of it, but they had become conditioned mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. And so they lived there. They had like a a, a wash basin and, you know, just a, just a very, very minimal. And it was really inhumane, but that's where they were. And um, so I'm kind of thinking about life. It's like someone presented me with a question earlier today about what do I really think that I was put here to do? When asked, what, why was my reasoning for coming to planet Earth? And I couldn't really answer the question right then. But it gave me something to think about, to really think about. Because what happens is the end game, knowing the end game, of what was really your reason for coming here, then you can have a clearer idea of the people, situations, and circumstances that you attracted. So the thing that you really came here for, you will attract the opposite until you find it within yourself. Again, I hear people all the time, oh, I'm getting my keys to happiness. Why do you need keys when you already have that inside of you? You know, I mean, justice, like some people might feel like, oh, I'm here because I want to be sure justice is here. But maybe you need to seek out the justice inside of you. But on that journey, so when we come here, we come here with this whole, this plethora of things we have to go through before getting to that end game. Whatever it is, whether it's love, whether it's joy or whatever it is, you have to go through those people, situations, and circumstances. And so I found that that was very parallel with the moral of that story room because when they finally found this mother and her child, they were like so out of touch. The little boy had long hair and it, and that's all he knew was that space for four years. So he was trapped inside of his mind. This child really had to learn how to walk up and down stairs. I mean, just the things that we do on the regular. His legs, he was in he was mentally and emotionally incarcerated. You know, it's like one time someone told me that had gone to jail that when he got out of jail, he had to look at his feet walking on pavement to believe that he was now free. 
And it was somebody who had been incarcerated for only a couple of days. But within those couple of days, this person was shutting down. And so you can imagine a child that only knew this space. This was his world. This was his safe haven. And so I was thinking about that. You know, it's it's really true. And then I was thinking about as we come back here and we go through life lessons, it's almost like we're in that room and we become familiar with things around us. And it become we become complacent. We feel no need to fight for what our end game is, because we know where the wash basin is. We know where the toilet is. We know where everything is. And so it was this moment in thinking about this particular movie. It had by this time the mom and the little boy was starting to adjust, and the little boy was saying. The world is scary, but it's okay. And then one day he asked his mom, he said, can we go back to the room? And this is a four-year-old. And so we have people that become so comfortable in that space. They continue going back to what they knew and not be willing to explore or experience anything else. I'm not knocking anybody, but because, you know, people have to do what works for them. So the mom took the little boy back to that space. Back, to, She had the police escort him, and they went back to where they had lived a lot of their life. And um, it was like her life had been cut off. Here she was, like a cheerleader and you know, enjoying her young life, and then this thing happened. And um, the little boy, she brought him back to the space, and when he got back, you could see he he went to every part of the house, of the space, which was a shed, and he touched everything, and he said this, bye. Everything he touched. Now, there were some things that had been removed because... They had to, you know, investigate to be sure that they had been in that space and it wasn't some um, made-up story. So it, there was changes. So he noticed the changes. He said, where is everything? And the mom clearly explained to him that it was being used to investigate the investigation of what happened there. And he went around the room and all the familiar things that was left there, he said bye to. He touched it. He allowed his senses to all go. He touched and he could see. And he said bye chair one, bye chair two. He said bye to everything. And he said the door is open. And his mom said, okay, you want me to close it? He said no, because it's no longer the room once the door is open. That was so profound that this four-year-old realized it's no longer a room once that door is open, because now the world, you're open to the world. And now he realizes, and his mother at that moment, 
she said goodbye room because she needed to close that chapter. And that little boy led the way for them to both start the healing process. And they both were able to say goodbye and they walked away. If not, they would have allowed themselves to be outside of the room, but yet still be in that room, closed off from the rest of the world, being complacent, content, stagnated in that past. So you have that past of stagnation and you have that future of success. And this little boy was able to find that really fine line between the two that would make him realize I want to go towards the future. And it's not easy for everybody. So here's my thing in my life. I have made decisions and I stand firm behind my decisions and I don't allow people to insert themselves in my life because truly I'm not interested in inserting myself in other people's lives because when I came back and as everyone else comes here we all have something we're here for in particular and it is not inserting myself in other people's space in other people's room. So it's kind of like that. It's like we all have that room and some people just choose to stay in it. And other people choose to touch everything, look at it and say goodbye. And there is no real looking back after that. You've made peace with that part of your life. And it's no one's business how you choose to do that because they don't know what order of business or contract that you are here to complete. So that's what that is. And I thought it was a very good movie, but it is on Showtime and it is very good. I don't know if you can get it um, streamed or whatever, but I think that is a movie for anybody who is feeling held back or needing to become, I guess, jealous or envious of other people's lives. We really don't know what their life purpose is. We don't know what their mission is. And a lot of times, judgment like that is learned behavior. Somewhere along the line, it was okay to do that. So in, in order... To continue doing that, they continue inserting themselves in places that they shouldn't. Because they're not willing to deal with their own stuff. So I'll go over here and deal with someone else's life and pull them back into the game of life where they can become complacent and stagnated. And that's not even an option for me. Because like the little boy said, when the door is open, it's no longer a room. 
it's open. So I'd like to close with saying, oh, also you can go to my website, Fabulous Biscuits and Spilled Tea. I'm still working on it, and I'm enjoying working on it. That's the best part because, again, the door was open in a room, and it's no longer a room, so you just open it out, and I don't have those kind of secrets, which is very good for me and for my health and for my healing. So in closing, I would like to say, my divine salutes your divine. Namaste.